1: Hello and welcome back to the U Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham and I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. Virtually you're back from your Mykonos, your experience. What are we calling it? The, the miracle um, in Mykonos? The Mykonos? I don't know. Um, My-
0: <laughs> How was it? it?
1: it, it lo- I watched every story. I looked at every picture. We loved every second. I hope I wasn't
2: too annoying. You know, do you I thought I, you were
1: great. I reached that level where I'm like, does anyone want to see this extra slide
2: of the scenery? Eh, <laughs> I,
1: who cares? <laughs> I mean, the dance parties, I I didn't realize like it is funny when you were like I'm going to Mykonos and I'm like, okay, they'll do the donkeys, they'll see the, uh-huh. you know, we'll see the well, right. The landscape, the beautiful beaches, or the, the the sceneries. But then it's like minute one, it was like ns, 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 no.
2: Meganos Mi- is like Meganos is a party, um, and it was actually really fun because we went with two of my friends, and they're like fiancés or husband. Mm-hmm. So it was like a group trip, which for a party like town is like a lot more fun if you're, like, in a big yes. group. Like, you can only partner, you can only, like, really, like, party with your, like, significant other for, like, so long before it's like, well, we're just <laughs> talking to each other. And.
1: We've, <laughs> we've done this already, yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, so it was really fun to go with other people. And then we went to Santorini, which is, like, the romantic part, like, island.
1: Got after. it. After. So that was where the, the the scenery videos came from. Yes. It started with the plates being thrown and the napkins right. thrown. And then end with a relaxing seaside adventure. That's great. It looked like fun.
2: It was a great time. I had a great time. I was like, it was obviously as a, uh, as a Jew, I was very anxious about the COVID tests and the, okay. uh, being quar. It's like funny. It was really, we got to Athens and I was bad to get COVID tested. And I like this New York Times article pops up because it's probably reading my mind. And it's sure. like, what happens when you test positive? Because like, you have to get You have to get a test to come back to the United States. So it's like, what happens if you test positive before you come, like, and when you're on vacation in Europe, I'm like, oh, I'll I'll click this. (laughs) And then it's like the opening story is some couple who like did my exact trip, like Mykonos, uh, Santorini, Athens. And then like, um, she's like, so we, we were, we got the test results. We were shocked. They were positive. A car comes immediately. From like the Greek government like picks you up, <laughs> you have to like stay Ships in like a, in a in a hotel like they literally like the car like just like the government's alerted, and they come and pick you like round you up. it
1: was like oh terrifying my God. Lo- it, it, what is that show locked up abroad something like that, yeah, I don't know it yeah. was uh,
2: um, and then I was like, okay, Mike, if like I test positive and you don't, are you like gonna leave me here <laughs> in Greece, or
1: like vice versa
2: um so that was a fun game to play. Uh
1: oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like it's it's a little bit more of a extreme version of like, if I get bumped up to first class, will you leave me for first right. class? <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah,
2: well, we decided we would leave each other. Whoever tests positive just just has to stay. But thankfully, that didn't happen. So we flew back and into the eye of the hurricane. And here we
1: are. And you're back. Well, Welcome yes. back. I'm I'm coming to us live from Chicago. I'm mid Chicago week of shows. you were the king
2: of Chicago.
1: I I am I'm I'm crowning myself today. I mean, it has been. We've only had two of the eleven shows that I'm doing, and they've already been above and beyond. The crowds have been amazing. So much fun. I'm doing theme nights. So that's awesome. Monday was, fa- yeah, it's very cool. Monday was all family material. Um, Tuesday was all um, food and weight and body issue material, and then tonight is uh, dating. So tonight's a pressure one. Uh, when I talk about dating on stage, you can see the people. It, it is such a w- f- interesting dynamic. Like because people listen to this podcast, right. and you know, obviously this is an entertainment podcast, but we talk about s- people that listen like take it kind of seriously. Yeah, and know? I think
2: I mean I don't want to uh, toot our own horns, but I do feel like we give some pretty good perspective.
1: So. Absolutely, and and we're you know we're uh, obviously it's supposed to be fun and funny, but like. Perspective has to come first. I think that's what people kind of get surprised by. Right. Like what we think about dating, it has to come first. When you do stand up about it, it's like, I'm here to fuck around about it. You know, <laughs> like to me, like, right. I'm trying to joke around about it, but like, especially if people are there because they take it seriously or they know your life, like it can get like, it's a little harder for me it, as we more as pressure. That I could totally imagine more that. Pressure. Do you feel
2: like the crowds are different based on like which night they're choosing?
1: Um. So far, that has been true. Do um, like, you get more night. families at family there night? More, I asked, is anyone here with family? And it, it was funny that I said it last night because last night was the food one. And I, I assumed like a lot of people who came know me a little bit and like kind of how I talk about food. They've heard me on Diet Starts Tomorrow. They've heard me complain about, you know, T-shirt sizes and stuff. So you could tell like the Tuesday people I said to them, I was like, it feels like we had this on the wrong night. Like, all right. anyone who would come to the food one would be like, I just got healthy on Monday. Now I have to drink on a Tuesday. You should have <laughs> had this on a Thursday when I felt skinny. And I'm like, you're right. We should have switched the days. So, That's really funny. It, it, it did. I, I think the dating stuff tonight will be interesting. I think it will be fun. But it's um, And then, like, the weekend's, like, best stuff. So, like, the whole reason I'm doing this is because I want to find new material or material that, like, uh, that I've kind of not – done on. before. It, right. Yeah. So it, it, when you make it the theme, I can be like, okay, I'm gonna tell this story about my dad that might be a little too long tonight, but now I can find the parts that are funny for later down. So it's like it's helped it's your workshopping you know? so, stuff, right. There's a lot of workshopping going on. So that's stressful too, because you want people to get their money's worth. So I'm doing some old jokes, I'm doing some new stuff, I'm doing stuff I know works. So um, but this weekend it'll be like I like even in the family one. I was like, ah, oh, that's the joke I'm going to do forever. And then even in the food one, I had one thing where I was like, that's the winner. You know, so it's like it, it's been very cool and helpful. And I mean, very again, immediate uh, feedback. Well, that's what stand up is. Yeah. It's the most immediate. It's the most, um, you know, I say it and I find out right away whether <laughs>
3: this is <laughs> funny or not. Or not. Yeah.
1: yeah. Podcast, we put it out. We tape a week before. And then the next week, people are like. I didn't like what you said about this. And I'm like, alright oh, I forgot. don't even remember you know? <laughs> saying that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but or, it's been a, it's been a blast. Um, and I got more shows coming up. Uh, New York. Um, I'm gonna be at Gotham um, Friday, Saturday. They added a Thursday show because they're selling out. Boston, Austin, Austin, Texas, Dallas, New Brunswick, New Jersey. JaredFree.com. JaredFree.com. Anything else that we're pushing here, Jordana? Um, I think that's about it. Obviously, you up with benefits. Subscribe
2: if you haven't already. I think there'll be a new episode out on Monday, I believe. Um, People and-
1: love you up with benefits. I I have to. We're doing a good job with it. I'm happy with it. Like I uh, let's yeah. pat ourselves on the back because I think I so. get so many so many messages. People they love that there's no ads. They love getting it a day early, and the bonus episodes are really really fun and good and different enough to be bonuses. So yeah. I like that.
2: I agree. Um, And if you haven't subscribed already, you can get a seven-day free trial if you want to try it out. You can listen to probably all of them, the ones we've put out already in the free trial, um, and then see if you want to keep doing that. I'm a a, a benefits member for uh, Diet Start Tomorrow, and I love the experience,
1: (laughs) even though it
2: kind of doesn't make sense because I'm like paying Apple for my own... (laughs) content your own t- but you
1: can <laughs> you can just call sammy and aileen um oh know? yeah
2: can you or like yeah. ask sean to send me the files but yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah this makes it easier you don't have to do an extra yeah, i don't have to bother i don't have to email. bother
2: anyone uh, sean's time yeah. is worth more than that um, also
1: congratulations to aileen a, a new baby i just saw on the Instagram, this is how I'm yeah. wishing her congratulations. This is the <laughs> through through, the, <laughs> through podcast, the podcast,
2: yeah, a week. Lillian had a baby. She's like a mom and shit. It's weird.
1: How, do you have? <laughs> I, I have to. Well, I guess maybe not. The way you just said that, my question was gonna. You're just mom and shit. That's fucking weird, dude. Um, yeah,
2: <laughs> you can tell I'm uh in that mode. Well,
1: I was gonna. I was. I was gonna ask you. Do you have a weird? Um, do you have some, do you feel like you're more of an aunt to that baby than anyone else? Like mm-hmm. when one of the betches has a baby, like, yeah. how do you feel about that? It's got to be a, like, a feel, does it feel like you're watching well, your life kind of go by? Like, I don't know. Like, cause yeah, you guys have, a
3: little bit. Because you have you know? this
1: connection. It's like you're going through life moments together. Right. While this business is in the background, it's almost like this, like, you know uh, sisterhood of the traveling pants type of thing you know
2: yeah it does feel a little weird um i mean like it's funny because we've been friends since we're like 10 years old so it's mm-hmm. like now I mean, we recorded this on an at betches episode where it kind of like we're talking about like my uh, the feelings totally about it so if you want to like feel he- hear the full weirdness story oh, you can listen to that episode i think it came out last week or two weeks ago um and yeah, it's weird. Just weird to, like, have your friend who's, like, your same age do something, like, ahead of you. And, like, in some ways it makes you think, like, do I... But it's also... I think be, I think parenthood just changes, like, friendship dynamics. You know, they always say, like, if you don't have a kid, you don't get it. And, like, yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm okay with that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So it'll be... Um, I think it'll be interesting. Obviously, we've had a very long um, friendship. We've had a business together. So it's weird, but... It's uh, it's cool. I'm excited. I haven't. I'm, I'm yeah. hopefully meeting the baby this weekend. I'm very excited
1: about it. Well, the, the, that's the thing. It's like, it, but it, it is like the like. I looked at the baby on the picture. I was like, that's like the betch's baby. It's like almost like the new mascot. She's the heir the, the to the, the, to the yeah, throne. <laughs>
2: prince, joffrey <laughs> Yeah.
1: I don't know. I was. I was like, it's so interesting. The like di- you three as a group, like, that's. It's just got to be this, Yeah, like it's,
2: it's, it's surreal. Sentimental. It, it's
1: surreal. It's, it's going to be on all the feelings. I
2: remember... It's funny, because, like, I remember fucking around with Aileen at, like, 10 years old. We would do, like, all this stupid shit. And mm. then, like, I'm, like, talking to her on a podcast that's run by a company that we made together, and she's, like, yeah. having a baby, and it's, like,
1: t- almost... What is it? How old Like,
2: 22
1: years later. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. I don't know. I was thinking, I was thinking of the the life dynamic i mean it yes. kind of gets us in
2: <laughs> funny that's how that's how i started our pod. like i've been thinking a lot, a lot about how like you're having a baby is affecting me <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> you know, how is this going to change my
2: life yeah
1: well i i think that's a lot i mean everyone i love this line it's not my own but i, I everyone lives in the key of me yes. so everyone kind of you know that's not that's a human thing where you go so your baby, um, how does that do, <laughs> right. do how is with that brunch? Gonna... How's that brunch going to be affected exactly. that I your, had planned? Yeah. The
2: baby is very inconvenient for um, <laughs> my, you coming to the plans that I want you to. <laughs> yes. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's big give week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. you won't see higher cashback rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu
1: that follows and that kind of brings us seamlessly into today's topic actually doesn't it it? does it does um what are we talking about today Jordan?
2: we're talking about if you can be too busy to date
1: the
2: age-old question
1: well yes and no I, I think it's all I, It's interesting the way it's posed Can mm-hmm. you be too busy to date If I heard someone say They're too busy to date I would think that they were an asshole Well, like, well
2: because it, it, They've now kind of made themselves Seem like elevated as like I'm totally, too busy it's Like you, you can date because you don't have too yeah. much shit going
1: on But I'm <laughs> too busy to
2: date right.
1: Exactly Like oh I got all you people not making money, you know, like it's like, you know, so it, but I do agree. You can be too busy to date. Do you feel like you're too busy to date? You're
2: fucking busy. I have to say you're in a different city. Like every night. I, 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 I think you would be a good candidate for the asshole comment
1: of I'm too busy to date. Well, that's the thing I'm kind of dealing with is like, You know, someone's like, we should – like, someone says, we should do drinks, okay? And then I go, we should. And then I look at my calendar and I go, okay, well, I'm in Chicago for a week. And then I get back. I'll be back for, like – you know, I get back on Monday night. Um, I'll want to, like, kind of, like, chill on Tuesday. I could do it Wednesday. But then I go to, you know, I go to, uh, you know, wherever the next weekend – and then I'm going to go from there to my parents in Florida for the high holidays, and I'll be back Right, so now you're again. talking like October. <laughs> We're back in October. Yeah, 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 so it's like, the, and, and again, in the beginning when you said, can you be too busy today? And if I heard someone say that, I would think they're an asshole. If I heard me saying, well, I got one free night Wednesday, and then I'm back in October, I would sound like an I would think I sound right. like an asshole. Well, even my explaining question my calendar.
3: my
2: if you really wanted to go on the date, would you figure it out?
1: Yes, but I would also what, – what, what's your plan for date two? You know, like, everyone's got – everyone who's like, I want to – you know, everyone's like, we should start a podcast. And you go, great. And they're like, the, the podcast is going to be us talking about our d- horrible dating stories. And it's like, okay, cool. What's your 17th episode? Right. You know, like, and – and I think that the same goes for dating. It's like sometimes, and I think personally, I'm speaking from my own perspective and honestly, is like I do get like, uh, why even go on the first date if I'm going to be look like I'm bailing on the second date because I can't find the time. Do you know right. what I mean?
2: Yeah. No, I, it's like,
1: I, I understand you don't, that. I understand it's it's like this um expectation versus reality like you don't i want to under promise over deliver and to me sometimes a first date can be an over promise if it goes well that you can't deliver on for day two
2: so you're saying like almost like you're leading someone on by even going on like date one if you're not like willing to give the commitment to be like consistently dating let's say let's say if you're not and i i can understand that it's like if you are not willing to do a weekly date with someone that you're interested in is Mm. it worth going on even one date with them
1: yeah because then you look like you're being flaky and you have to and you and you look like you don't care but you're like Mm -hmm. i do care i do kind of want to get to know you but you're also not the thing i'm thinking you're not at the forefront of my thoughts like
3: right well you know
1: if you're seriously dating or you're seriously looking to get to know someone. You do have to have the mind space to want to get to know them. That's true. But
2: I also think in some ways dating when you're busy is the best way to date because you have yeah. like less time for bullshit. Like mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Like if I'm if I'm at work and I'm having a busy week, I just have a lot less time for bullshit. I'm like not like do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm like almost like I if someone's not doing something right, I'm telling them quicker because like or if they're taking up too much of my time, I'm letting them know. But if I'm like yeah. having a casual week, I'm not I'm like kind of putting up with more, I would say, mm-hmm. because it's not. So in some ways, I think it could be beneficial to date when busy because you're like, you know, I've if if this isn't feeling really good, like fuck it,
1: you know? Yeah, I I I guess to that point is like you do it, if you're really it, it's interesting like like if you're really excited about someone, it's amazing to be busy because you're like, right, I'm really excited not... about them. And you're like, I'm not going to like think about like whether they like me or not. And I can just go do my work. And then when I come to, I can go, we can go on our date and I can almost forget about all the head shit and confidence issues that I have.
2: Right. Because you're not overthinking. <laughs> if you're anxious like I am Yeah, and you're overthinking everything, being really busy is actually really good because you're like... I don't have time to do
1: this. Yeah, I, I don't have time for my anxieties. But if you're really busy and you're not excited about them, I think what happens it can't. What can happen is you kind of just like you date lazily, which I have been guilty of in my life, and mm-hmm. something I I really want to fix about myself because I'm like, yeah, I'll go out, you know, like right. And,
3: it's reactive it's not it's It's not
2: proactive you're not like texting a girl to set up like i'm free Tuesday or wednesday or friday like let me and here are the places like you're not doing research on the bars and like all that other shit
1: right this person is kind of allowing you to you know kind of like lazily get into the their world you know what i yeah i'm not i'm not saying it well but i i I do have that fear of like yeah just like ending up in something like all of a sudden you're so busy that you're like that the person on the other side is like, yeah, we've been seeing each other three months. And you're like, we have, what? You know, like, <laughs> like, Oh, I guess we, you know, and now you're farther along than maybe right. you would be excited to be.
2: Well, let's read the email and then we can see if this applies to a broader sense. All right. Hey, J major first world problem incoming. Is there such a thing as being too busy to date or am I just making excuses? A few months ago, I took on a huge project at work that made my schedule crazy full and also unpredictable, and I told myself as soon as it was over, I would start dating again and fully enjoy my hot girl IRL summer. The thing is, now that the project is over, my hot girl summer has turned into a busy girl summer. I took this after the project over is over mindset in every aspect of my life, and now I'm crazy busy, but in a fun way. I still work full-time, but after work and on the weekends, my schedule is packed with trips, concerts, plans with friends, visiting family, volunteering, hobbies, etc. It's already August, and I don't know how summer both flew by and barely started. I'm on the apps, but every time it gets to the planning, the date part of the conversation, I don't know how to make dating fit into my life without making it seem like I'm penciling them in or treating them like just another thing on my to-do list. Am I too busy if I can't plan a date in the same week as getting the match on the app? Or should I just accept that everyone is this busy and work harder to prioritize my free time? Thanks. Busy batch.
1: Like, this person and I feel like we're in the same type of boat. Right. Where so, I the mean, penciling in speaks to me. Well, here's you, my question. Sure.
2: I feel like if you really want to do it, there's always time. Like, and I, I mean, it. maybe that's me not being mm. in that mode of like i have some i'm like working every night and like you mm. know ha- i'm not having like the, a super super busy month but i do i mean it's funny it brings me back to like my conversation i think i've talked about this before with my therapist about like dating and how mm. like i'm always overly anxious about it I, I devote too much time to it right
3: mm-hmm. when like
2: in an ideal situation we devote like um, a a semi-equal or somewhat equal amount of time to, like, the five pillars of our life, which are, let's say, like, health, friends, family, uh, dating, work. Mm. Like, I don't know if that was five. But, (laughs) you know what I mean? But, like, (laughs) in that sense, I would be, like, too much into that and maybe, like, neglecting other aspects of my life. Where, like, do you think that that could apply here? Where, like, someone who's too busy to date is just not... Is that lower on their like five prong approach to their full life
1: i I agree with what you're saying I agree with if it was important to you, you'd do it i i in most cases and I think it's okay
2: um, for it to not be important
1: i i and I also think it's okay and i i we're on the same page right. and I think what's interesting to me about this is and this is a woman writing in like, I think a lot of women are trying to organize feelings and that's mm-hmm. a thing you can't really organize. Like okay. they want, like I'm like reading this and I'm like, this is a lot of boxes that she's trying to like fill up. She's like, I got, I'm putting everything off until after i get the project done. And now I have all these friend dates and, and, and things that I pushed off and now I'm too busy the, the box of dating is just empty. You know what I mean? And she's like worried about that. I think that, and I think that's interesting because that's just not how it should work. Like, I think like, like the idea that she's got all these plans with friends, visiting family, volunteering, hobbies, that dating and meeting someone new couldn't happen while all those things are happening is insane to me. Those are all ways to meet new people. Like, those are, like, she's well, out I there. Don't th-
2: I don't really, that's why I'm kind of like, it doesn't really seem like you're that interested in, in well, meeting people. Because you're, I mean, like, if I, so I'm saying if I were in this position and I'm overly, let's say I'm overly anxious about dating or I'm overly spending too much time on dating, not too busy, mm. I'd be thinking about that, like too. I'd be like, well, okay, I'm going with my friends. Like, is there an opportunity here to meet someone? Is this the, is this new hobby? Is this like intramural sports shit? Like, going to be like mm-hmm. leading to potentially meeting people I wouldn't meet before? She doesn't seem to be thinking about it like that at all, which again makes me think that like it's not something she necessarily wants to
1: do right now, which is fine. Yeah, I think it's time to delete the app. I think the apps, mm-hmm. what they do, is they make it they make dating appointment stuff right you, like i i think as, she as they kind of
2: app. should though i feel like if you're on an app you should it, yeah. sh- it show it, it indicates like an intention to
1: go on a date totally we have to remember who the apps were invented by and not to bring up maybe one of our toughest episodes but <laughs> um, um when we had nancy joe's sales on the yeah. show she made it a point to be like these apps were all invented by to make money. No. <laughs> to make money and by <laughs> white men is what she was claiming. And like right. I and she what she's saying I, I'm sure is perfectly true. Um I would change that to say these apps were created by nerds. And I don't <laughs> so and I don't mean to be mean, and but they were created by people who had issues talking to people in real life. They right. were created by people who weren't necessarily the social butterflies to really fix a problem of their own. And their problem was how do I approach people that I know want to be approached, that I know think I'm good looking, that can make it so that I that I know leave me with little room for embarrassment. Right. A dating app was created by that dude. Not the jock. Not, you know, the, 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 right. the, the, he, that wasn't an issue for him. He was going, not the stud. He's not the still guy going to a bar. Well, I
2: mean, it's like when we He's had Tyler still, Cameron on
1: and he was like, yeah.
2: why would anyone ever be on an app? It's
1: yeah, like, yeah. not why? everyone I, looks I, like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why? Why? Why would anyone have an issue? Yeah, dude. Like, yeah, so, so this is, this is exactly what I'm saying. Like, she doesn't need the app. She's you, right. she's got hobbies. She's going out with friends. She's got a good job. It's time ty- it's time to realize that like this app isn't for you. The and what happens on these dating apps is they're built to make an appointment because those people who weren't ready to go out and talk to people needed appointment-based i calendar, you know, Apple calendar invites to go on a date because it made it easier. So like I think the whole point Which is I like think you're is not good too,
2: if you're looking to date. Seriously, right. Good for if some. Yeah.
1: But it's not for every situation. Her situation, she's out there. She's living in a dating app, you know? So right. I mean, like that's kind of that's where I'm at. Like li- like like I'm I'm tr- like I'm in Chicago right now. I'm not looking to like go on a date in Chicago, okay? But everything I do, I'm meeting new people every day. If someone, if I met someone and I go, oh my God, this is like, this conversation was the most amazing conversation I've ever, let's figure something out. You know, right. I would, I would trust my instincts to do that. You know what I mean?
2: Right. Cause you, I'm saying, yeah, it seems like a dating app is a tool <coughs> that you and this girl don't really need at this point in your life. Because we, it's like. And we
1: forget it's a tool. We forget right. it was a tool made for people who needed the tool. Not all. Everyone listening to this podcast, not all of you need to be on a dating app. Right. Like and and I think like the busyness thing, because I totally understand because they're like when you're on a dating app, tick tick, 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 the clock starts. The match happens. How tick 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 tick. Talk to them. Talk to them. Tick 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 tick. Make the date. Tick 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 tick. When's the date? tick 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 tick. When's the second date? You know, and on and on and on. But the clock is always Going on a dating app. Right. Whereas this person, and that's why they're feeling the pressure. They're like, I'm on a dating app, I'll swipe, I'm not even excited because I'm more bogged down by my schedule than I am excited to go on the date.
2: Yeah, I agree. She should get off the apps. And again, it, that doesn't mean she has to get the, off of them forever. If she's at a place later in life where she feels like, oh, like I really feel like making going on dates a huge priority, and maybe these other aspects of my life are not as busy. Then you can go back on it. I think like it's the kind of thing where you can let it feel natural to you, and that's like lucky if that if if that's the case.
1: I totally. And it's hard. It's the hardest advice to give a perspective to give on this podcast because we get they're like, okay, so what should I do? And you go, let it happen. It's a it's an annoying piece of advice, and they're like, okay, but how do I let it happen? Right. And you go. I don't know. <laughs> like, go you know, go hang with your friends. And the, you, wait, so if I hang with my friends, like who should I talk to? I don't know, but it will happen. You know? Like it's, it's right. Hard. it's kind of vague sounding, right? It's the most vague, annoying advice. Be we give it in other aspects where it's like, Hey, uh it it's like when someone writes in they're like, Um, we're gonna break up and they they should I go back to my ex? And you're like and, and you're like, well, they might come back. And they're like, so when will they come back? And it's like, <laughs> the, I <laughs> they're probably not. Yeah, right. yeah, don't yeah. bank on it. You know, like it's it, it's a lot like that. So I think if this person deletes the app uh, and again, this boxing of your life, you know, you need a little put a little Mykonos in your life, you know, let it flow.
2: Let it, you know. Yeah. Get drunk, dance, <laughs> See see where it takes you. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring
0: looks now. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? Let's do it. All right. U-U-P read at it. Betches.com.
1: U-U-P at Betches.com. Yeah, I'll read it. Are you ready? Okay. Jay and Jay, love the podcast. been a listener since college when you guys first started. Oh, I feel so old. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I have a hilarious story for you guys about how I met my neighbor. I moved to Atlanta fresh out of college not knowing anyone, so I used Bumble and Hinge to meet people and make connections and hook up with outside of work. One night, one of the guys I hooked up with drunk texted me asking if he could come over i was pretty drunk from drinking uh with some work friends so i thought oh good he read my mind he came over we were both pretty drunk but i quickly realized he was on the verge of blackout how you might ask we were about to have sex and he literally passed out putting it in (laughs) she (laughs) puts a laughing face emoji Um, the next morning i woke up to the sound of peeing my bathroom was super close to my bedroom so you can hear someone when the door is open. I thought, oh great, Dan found the bathroom. I closed my eyes and quickly fell back asleep. All of a sudden I hear a man's voice coming from my living room. Hello, anyone home? Oh shit, I thought, Dan doesn't know where he is. I leapt out of bed and the front half of my body covered in sheets and ran out to the living room to guide him back to the bed only to find a very attractive dark-haired man that was not Dan standing in my living room. Hi, I'm Peter, your neighbor. There's a guy in my sofa. Is he yours? He asked, smirking and pointing to our open front door. My jaw dropped and I said, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I waddled back to my room, uh, my back half exposed because I wasn't expecting to see my insanely hot neighbor, threw on a t-shirt and ran to his place. Upon entry, I found Dan was curled up on Peter's sofa, covered in a blanket. I tried shaking him, but the guy didn't budge. I proceeded to rip the blanket off him only to find him naked on Peter's sofa. Even more mortified... I, I ran back to my place, grabbed his boxers, forced them on him, and somehow got him up and move, moving toward my place. For background, Dan is 6'4, I'm 5'. I also found out that Dan threw up all over my front steps that night before, so I had to clean that up. Long story short, Dan didn't remember what happened, and though he didn't appear to be, I think he was embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. <laughs> I was mortified, especially since my neighbor turned out to be so attractive. Funnily enough, I ended up hooking up with Peter for a while after that night. Like I like until I moved. Good, wow. good for you, girl. Uh, thanks for all you do. Hope you enjoyed the story, girl next door. What do we think? Um,
2: that's pretty funny that he went. To, what, what's up with the neighbor's security? Someone they're yeah, locking their doors. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, this is going
2: <laughs> My first instinct if I saw a man sleeping on my couch like naked would be to call the cops, not to be like. My neighbor's it, it, missing any <laughs> naked friends? Not to,
1: not, not to investigate. Yeah. Right. I'm going to take on the case. Right. Yeah. I it, would be like, is, oh, this
2: homeless person stripped and is now sleeping on my couch.
1: Right. It, it is interesting that he was like, okay. Must uh, be
2: the girl next door is doing.
1: She, she, That's She just seems Jessica. like she's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that was his way of meeting her because they hooked up afterwards. Yeah. He's like, oh, here's my chance. <laughs> like, exactly. What would I mean? What would you call this one? I'd call it the R-rated meat cute. R-rated meat cute. I like that. um I I I would call it the ba- the bareback bandit. Okay. Is that, <laughs> yeah. Is bareback? Like, is that it? Isn't is that, that mean that like no
2: can, condom?
1: What does bareback mean? I thought that meant like no condom. An unsaddled horse or other animal, in relation to se- inter- sexual intercourse. Yeah, without a condom. Yeah, that might not make sense. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did she say he wasn't wearing a condom? Maybe. No, I mean. They, okay. She said he tried to put it. He passed out when he tried to put it in. A real. Yeah.
2: <laughs> wow. This guy uh, might have a. Yeah. You know,
1: a drinking a, problem. A drinking problem. <laughs> 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 it, uh maddie wrote down some ideas naughty neighbor lost and found neighbor watch naked and afraid i like naked and afraid I like but naked he didn't and seem too afraid the couch surfer the couch surfer is funny too red flag or deal breaker you're hooking up with someone and they are this drunk
2: even uh, well, if you're I'd the problem first, well, well, is
1: I'd, she's like i'm drunk too right yeah I mean, this Upon guy is
2: first waste. read i was like if this was like a story by a man about a woman who came over It'd be like a little predatory, but then she was like, yes. I was also very drunk. So I guess like sure. not as weird, but um, yeah, I mean, I would hope that someone would come over early in dating, not completely wasted. That might be a, a <laughs> deal breaker. If this was like, we've been dating for six months and then like, we're, we're like, he's my boyfriend and then he does this one time. I
1: could probably get over it. You know, it's funny. Cause I was thinking, I was like, there's very few times in my life. Like I, I'm I'm happy I can trust my blackout self. Do you know what I mean? Your blackout self wouldn't do this, you're saying? Well, my blackout self, my issue is like I wake up and I'm like covered in Taco Bell wrappers. Right. It's know, more like, like food <laughs> mistakes, not food like Food mistakes. Sex yeah. mistakes. Or waking up in another home. Like I have like right. I have a friend that woke up inside of a mansion at the Jersey Shore. And he got woken up, and the people were like, "You, you got to get the fuck out of our house!" Like, like he was, was he like, not oh with
3: someone?
2: He just strolled in.
1: He wandered off of the Jersey Shore, and he woke up in this mansion, like on the beach. Wow! And he and the like the dad came up to him. This was like we were probably twenty three. Shook him and was like, "Sir, you have to get out of my house." And he's <laughs> Fair? Like, yeah. And he and again he goes. And he he came too. He's like, oh my god, oh my god, like, uh, sorry, I'm sorry. I don't know how did I end up here. Like he had no idea. So then he gets up and he leaves. And he realizes after he's left the house, he goes, I don't have my my shoes. So he goes. (coughs) So he goes back to the mansion, knocks on the door, and the guy's like, what the fuck? He's like, and he's like, I'm so sorry. I just need my shoes. I don't know where they are and he goes okay come on so him and the guy
0: go look for the shoes
1: to look for the shoes and they go back to where he found him he goes they're not here and then he goes we'll we'll take a little walk through to see and like he's like and like as they're walking around like my buddy's like this is a nice house you know like, oh he's like yeah thanks buddy and <laughs> no, I, so they, yeah so then they get to the you know the dining room like the the place you don't eat but you have it to right eat.
2: for like the nice
1: meals the holidays the holiday meal table the shoes are literally like placed as if he placed them there like under the dining room table like together neatly socks i wish in they them. had video footage of him from don't the night you before. that would have been and, great it, i mean amazing the guy looks at him and goes what the fuck were you doing in this room he's like i don't even go in this room and he's like <laughs> dude <laughs> he's like dude, i can't believe he didn't call the cops that's impressive I know. I mean, we we got a story. Didn't we get another story like this where someone was just like on their porch? On whose like, porch? Like, like we got a story where someone like was like taken care of like at someone's house on their porch. It Vaguely was like remember beach. this. I, yeah, but like I feel like in beach towns, you're People kind always of always like, wake up on your porch yeah. <laughs> when you're, when you buy
2: in a beach town, you know. It's just yeah, part of I, the community
1: vibe there. <laughs> it's just what happens. Yeah, we take care of one another in this town. Uh, oh yeah, God. but I, I'll never. Yeah. That made me think of that story. Um, red flag, deal breaker. Do we discuss that already?
2: I think yeah. I think red fl- red flag. We've been dating almost six months or more. First few dates, mm. probably a deal breaker.
1: Yeah, if this is first few dates, I'm going. I I can't sign it's up a for lot. This. Yeah, yeah. You need to get yourself together a little bit. Yeah. Right. Turn off.
2: Fair, fair. Let's do another email. All right, let's do it. I'll read it. Okay. Hi, Jane j Thanks for the awesome dating advice over the last few years. I never miss an episode. Have something I wanted to get your take and advice on, the hangout date, or just hanging out in the early stages of seeing someone. By hanging out, I mean getting together at one of our respective homes, usually to eat dinner or have a few drinks, watch movies, you know, that kind of thing. Obviously lower stakes and less expensive than going out for a real date. For me, I found Hanging out to be a valuable way to get to know a a guy. It's been a way for me to get to know someone without outside distractions, get a glimpse into their daily life and routine, and let our guard down in a way we we couldn't on a traditional date setting. I'm also a huge fan of TV and movies and home-cooked meals, so I like that aspect of hanging out too. In my experience, the hangout date typically happens after two to three real dates. Once I've determined I really like the guy and he isn't a serial killer and I'm getting signals of mutual interest from him. Whether or not we have sex varies. Sometimes it has happened before. Sometimes this is where the first it first happens and others it hasn't. It doesn't happen. While I value this type of date. I, fa- I value it with the idea that it's another step in finding what I'm looking for the right match for a real relationship to me hanging out is a piece of a larger puzzle of dates and interactions with the idea that it, it is a relationship that is progressing. You might guess where this is going. LOL, which leads me to where I'm seeking your advice. While hanging out was an important part of progressing with all my previous, my past serious relationships, this has typically been where things plateau with all the guys that it didn't work out with. Once the first hangout is introduced, all subsequent dates the guy seems interested in are hangouts. He'll start to ask for more last-minute or later hangouts, too. Asks to go out for dinner or drinks are brushed off. I'm so busy, quote-unquote texting or other forms of communication fizzle out. This is pretty disheartening because I usually save the hangout for once I've started to like the guy a bit more, not a case of basing my likes on signals. And once I've gotten somewhat emotionally invested. So with this problem in mind, my main questions is hanging out something I should hold out longer for. Is there a dating milestone that should happen before the hangout date? While I value this as a way to get to know someone. I value not wasting my time getting emotionally invested in someone looking for different things a lot more. Is there a different way I should propose or structure hanging out that will convey it as something I'm taking more seriously? Is there anything I should do during the hangout that conveys it as something more serious, i.e. to feel like a date versus hanging out? Is there anything I should do after the hanging out that keeps the relationship progressing? Not looking to keep score or anything, but should I make a point to ask for X amount of real dates
1: next? <laughs> this is like this person uh, is a serious is hilarious. outline. This
2: is a very intense outline. How can I better spot or filter out guys who I see who see the hangout as their end game and opportunity to make things casual? I know part of dating and putting myself out there is getting hurt. But with this being somewhat of a pattern around three recent guys taking up about two months of time each. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> she's on the math. She's on the math. What
1: spreadsheet is this person Seriously. making?
2: Like- I- I'm wondering if I'm missing a sign or getting mixed messages somewhere. There hasn't been any obvious rhyme or reason to the relationships I got more serious with versus the ones I didn't after hanging out. I liked all of them and they seemed to reciprocate those feelings prior to that. But after that, it feels like a dice roll. It's a solution just to hang out and fuck everyone and just hope something sticks. The heart can only <laughs> take so much and I'm 28, not 22. Thanks for taking the time to read my very long and, and thorough explanation and questions took, Uh, took many words to say and ask something that could have been done in a few. Appreciate any insight you have and hopefully your response can help others in similar predicaments. Most sincerely, hanging out is part of the journey, not the destination. It feels like the girl is like the opposite of the too busy girl.
1: Yeah. (laughs) She's she's got some time. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Also, it's so funny because, you know, this podcast has existed for, you know, whatever amount of time. And... You could tell this is, you know, I really, they wrote in the beginning, I never miss an episode and I can tell because (laughs) what she does, she does something that sometimes happens in emails now where she'll say, she'll like assume what we're going to, yeah, she'll assume what we're going to say. She's like, I'm not keeping score. And then she'll keep score you right. know like it's like and she's like i'm not trying to judge him by his actions i'm trying to ju- you know have taste but it, then judges but, by action you know what i mean like
2: right well i i as a former anxious overly analytical data mm. i see what she's doing because she's like she's trying to figure out why she's not in a relationship she's mm. working backwards she's saying um you know there must be something wrong i must be doing something wrong So, like, could it be... And she's, like, thinking about, like, what do I have in common with all these guys that um, stop on to hang out with me after two months? Oh, we've done the hangout. It must be the hangout. Mm. And, like, to me, I don't think it's the hangout that's the problem.
1: I don't think so either. I think it's... But (laughs) I I love her email, first of all. Like, I want to make sure she knows that because I do think she's... And what you just said is so dead on. She's working her way back. She's trying to figure out... What's the...
2: Trying to solve the problem. I get it. Yeah.
1: And and I, again, to go back to the first email, women putting things in boxes and organizing, I mean, this person <laughs> is patient zero for that. She's like, well, the hangout date comes on day three. When, you know, like, and right. it's like...
2: How many... What's ev- the X number of dates I need to make sure that we get through before the hangout? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I, I would say to her, let me agree with her first.
3: Mm-hmm. The
1: hangout is a hilarious... Weapon in the in the toolbox of douchery for men, mm-hmm. because men know hangout date is like somewhat romantic. Women like it, cooking, couch, PJs. They also know their bed is seventeen inches away, and there's opportunity to use there's the level bed. of
2: intimacy. There's with intimacy,
1: yeah. So what a lot of people out there do and men specifically, they'll be like, let's just do wine on the couch. And it's like, why don't you come over? Why don't you come over? We'll make dinner. It's a high end, low end date. It's like, it seems high end, but it's really low end because all they had to do was drizzly themselves a, a bottle of wine and put some food on plates like they're Mrs. Doubtfire. Make some
2: pasta. Yeah,
1: yeah make some pasta. And they're the girl's going to be like, you cook? And it's like a whole, you know, like, they're going to look like a stud without having to do a lot of effort. Right. So I she's right. These hangout dates kind of get, they kind of shield a man from being accused of not trying. Because he's like, I cooked you dinner. You know what I mean?
3: Right.
2: Yeah, and so, I mean, it's kind of it's annoying. I think as a, as a woman a lot because it's like those hangout dates. If you like someone, are still fun, right? Sure. You still like them. They're not like, oh, it's like a date where we cook together and then watch TV and hang out on the couch and drink wine. Like that sounds great. So I, yes. it is. Sometimes I think it can be a sort of mental cognitive like dissonance issue of like, well, I like these dates, but I also how do I find out if he's actually trying or how do I like gauge for like. Interest versus, like, uh, convenience.
1: I I, I totally agree, and it's a very specific part of her email that she writes. Three recent guys taking up two months of time each. Okay. If you're looking at relationships that way, to me, you're trying to go towards a goal rather than a person. But that's a totally different issue. But you're claiming that there's been time wasted. To me if date two is a hangout date, that does not mean that date three should be a hangout date. That does not mean that you're in, and if you're allowing date three to be a hangout date and that disappoints you, then you're not communicating your feelings to the person you're seeing. So I think this lands in the world of like, do I deserve to say something when we're we're doing the wine on the couch date? And it's like, mm-hmm. that's what this person needs to get over. You do deserve to say something. If you have hung out with someone, like, it's okay to be like, that date is not, that date is a disappointment to me. That plan is a disappointment to me. Or I am less attracted that, to you.
2: Only that kind of date is disappointment to me.
1: Yeah, right? that's, that's the point, is like, mm-hmm. when do you get unattracted by this behavior? And like, when you're saying, like, I like these people, so that's why I do the hangout date, it's like, yeah, 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 do it. That's great. But, that, but if the next time they go, yeah, I'm, I'm home, come over, and you go, right. well, it's okay to say, I can't, but I'd love to do drinks next week. Like, right. you have to...
2: And then if they say, of, oh, I'm so busy, I can't do drinks, then, like, it takes the same amount of time to go do drinks as it does to have someone at your apartment. One just requires more effort.
1: Totally. And, and, and that's where you get into the land of, like, yeah, there's a standard that I have. You know, like, right. and I think... And, and guys do this a lot where it's like, oh, now that they've come over, like, this is what we do. And guys are lazy just generally. And this is the laziest form of, like, having a date. And, you know, and you could say, I don't want to go to your place. I, you know, that's fun every now and again, but it's not fun all the time. And it's like, right. you could say that date three. Like, there are people that do this on, like, off the dating app. They're like, yeah, come over. Like, I don't think a hangout date is a first date date at all. Like I think that's a mistake for yeah. people to do. Yeah, no, I. Agree. But it, I do understand the allure of a third date being the hangout date, but it can put you in a zone of like where she's talking about. But right. you have to be able to say no to date four being that as well.
2: Right, and be and it's kind of like these two monther things. They would have ended anyway, with yes. or without the hangout. I don't think it's like because well, this girl agreed to like. Hang out, so I'm no longer interested in, in taking her seriously as like a prospective as a future yeah. girlfriend. Like I don't <laughs> think guys are thinking about it like that. Like if no. he didn't want to, if he wasn't planning on dating you, it would have happened either way. It just maybe mm. gets prolonged. If on the fourth date, if you had said, "Let's go out," and he was like, "Well, I don't really have time," or whatever, and then you were like, "Okay, like I'm not really interested in this because that's we're not we're looking for different things." That would have it would just ended sooner. And she seems to be very. Focused on uh, not wasting her time, so I think just asking for what she wants is like the move, and it's okay yeah. to do a third date, hangout date, and then say for totally. the fourth date,
1: let's go, let's go to dinner. It's also okay to say no with redemption allowed, you know. Like mm-hmm. I, I think people are like someone like this might take this advice as like, I will not go out with you to, I'm not coming over anymore. And, and they'll think like, that's the end. It doesn't have to be the end. It can be, I think the best type of no is where you give an opportunity for a yes. So like, right. so especially if you're no, but I like to, to get, get, get
2: drinks. Right.
1: Totally. Like, like, so like, you're, if, especially if you like getting to know the person, if, and again, someone you end up with could make this mistake. Totally. Like someone you, you, someone you end up with could be like, yeah. Date three, come hang out. You go hang out. You have sex. You have wine. You have the pasta, and then they day four they go, "Do you want to do that again?" And you go, "Hey, listen, I, I that was a lot of fun, but that's I I, I kind of want to do drinks. I kind of want to yeah. go out and get let's tacos. Let's go out.
2: <laughs> yeah, Fine. let's like go I, out. I'd rather like do an activity. What do you think? Uh,
1: yeah, and 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 they can either make a plan or not, and it's like now you're finding out things two weeks in as opposed to two months.
2: Right. And again, I think you could replace hangout date with any other thing that you're like, not that interested in doing or that you want totally. other thing like replace hangout date with not texting back in a way that like in a frequent manner or like, you know, not introducing you to something like it's all about just asking for what you want and then finding out sooner if they're willing to give it to you or not.
1: Yeah. And not taking it personally. Like, I think that's where people get bogged down, is they're like, oh, I guess I'm the floozy that goes over to his house and I'm his casual fuck, and he's taking other women on dates. It's like, you don't know that. Live in a world where you are the only one. Like, live in that dream world. Like, that's okay. Right, I agree. All right, let's play some games. You ready? I'm ready. Okay, you want to read the first one? Let's do it. Red flag deal breaker. Hi, guys. I have a red flag deal breaker for you. I've been seeing a guy for about seven weeks. He consistently makes plans for a couple dates a week, usually a sleepover on the weekends, very communicative, etc. I met him last night at a bar, and when I walked up, he had run into all his cousins at the next-door restaurant. All his cousins.
2: I'm imagining, like, (laughs) 15 cousins.
1: Hey! (laughs) (laughs) Hey! It's like my big Greek, big fat Greek wedding. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> all of his cousins. were all of his cousins. Yeah, every cousin, ever. Every cousin, the history of cousins. Um, While well, he had the opportunity to have gotten us out there, um, he, he had run into all his cousins at the next door restaurant. While well, he had the opportunity to have gotten us out of there before I walked up, they invited me to sit down and have a beer with them. So everything seems to be going well. Then we go back to his place I had had sent him a picture, and when he picked up his phone, I was able to see that he doesn't have my number saved as anything. It's literally just my digits coming up on the screen. I don't have the most unique name in the world, but but don't you think he might have saved it as something by now? Nearly two months into seeing me? My overthinking brain makes me question if he's seeing other people, but he has many female friends that he has mentioned to me and they often pop up on his phone in a group text. So he doesn't seem to be the kind of person who's worried about that. What's going on here? Thanks for kicking ass and helping the world sort out dating. I don't understand that part of it. Which part? That he has over, uh, but he has many female friends that he has mentioned to me, and they often pop up on his phone in a group text. Maybe she's she's, she's
2: like, oh, he has other people saved in his phone, just not me. I think that's uh, the point she was so trying to
1: make. I get, other I, women. Okay. So other women pop up with their friends. They right. But they don't. Okay. Well,
2: this is interesting because I've seen many women do this, and this is yes. sort of a like I'm a little jaded from dating thing, where it's like I'm not going to save you in my phone until we're like a thing, because like. Then I get too attached when I like have your <laughs> yes. name in my phone. So you are like your number until you ask me to be your girlfriend, and then you can be sa- you can earn the right to be saved in my phone. It's very like I'm very jaded
1: move. It's very funny you say that because I was thinking like as a guy, like if a guy did that, you'd be like, that's a you're a little too anal. You know what right. I mean? Like like if a guy like it's like when guys will go, well, I unmatch people on the app so I don't have. You know, so that I, like, I, you know, like, when people say they unmatch right. people. They're on trying apps, to, like, so organize like, them, yeah. Yeah, and you're like, okay, if that's how organized you are, you need to, like, fucking chill out. Like, right. but when a woman does it, I assume the thing you said, which is the jaded thing.
2: That's what I, yeah, I mean, I think I've yeah. done that once or twice with a guy that I, like, you know, especially if they, like, I've deleted their number so to stop mm-hmm. myself from texting them. And so, like, but I haven't heard of this, like, from a guy perspective but have you have you ever seen this I've never heard know? of
1: it that well that was that's exactly the thing like I've never heard of a guy being like I can't save the name <laughs> in my phone it's just too, too much for me you know like I've never heard that right. from a right like as if it's introducing them to your parents or something yeah, right totally and she brings up the cousin thing which kind of has nothing to do with the question but i guess I feel to like she's
2: she's like she's trying to read some signals here she's in the investigative sure. work of like i'm trying to figure out how much this guy is into me seems like he wanted to introduce me to all of his cousins
1: every cousin <laughs> yeah so hey! like so that's like i mean it's like it's <laughs> kind of
2: a lot of early in the game dating especially for someone with dating anxiety which sounds like this girl has is like mm-hmm. sort of like making your like you know he loves me he loves me not like list of like, okay, cousins introduced me, had a beer with them, (laughs) likes me number, not saved. He likes me. Not like
1: (laughs) I'm just a number to you. Um, What do you think it means? I honestly don't know. Seven weeks is a
2: long time.
1: I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll give us a personal story. Um, I remember I was dating someone and it was around similar timing and I only had their first name in my phone and they were saved as their first name because the spelling of it was kind of specific but their last name wasn't on social media so I just didn't know their last name and I was like too far in to be like like you can't seven weeks in go
3: What's, what's your last, your last name?
1: <laughs> you know, like, it's like, right. we've. Did you I ever had to find at, out? <laughs> I had to ask a friend. I go, sh- I go, right. hey, this is a really ridiculous thing I'm going to ask you, but what's their last name? And they're like, this is hilarious. And then gave it to me. I go, you cannot tell this person I asked
2: <laughs> I would just say <laughs> it to them, like, well, how, how do you spell your last name? I was wondering. <laughs> and they're like, S M I.
1: You don't know how to spell Smith. <laughs> I'm yeah, just pray that it's like yeah. a weird spelling. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was like the ger- German way with an e at the end. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Jared Fried. <laughs> Fried, yeah, Fried, Fried. What? It, yeah. So I, I um, it could be that. I mean, you guys are definitely not together. You're not exclusive. I would take that as. Okay. Well, that's pretty <laughs> <gotten> dry. <laughs> 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 um.
2: Yeah. If I saw that, I would. I would ask him. It'd be like, maybe
1: he doesn't know your last name. I do But it, does he know
2: your first name though? Like I would maybe just think, not. like if you, I think it would be like just confusing to be texting someone for seven weeks and not have them saved in your phone. Like every time I'd be like, oh, is this like, is this like, open table trying to confirm my reservation, or is this someone? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like that's the only number I don't have saved. Maybe
1: that's why he introduced you to the cousins. He was like, maybe that. Maybe she'll, he,
3: tell, you, she'll tell, you know. tell them
1: her name. Yeah. <laughs> and then the cousins were like, hey, <laughs>
2: cousin, I don't know why I keep... cousin Tony, cousin...
1: <laughs> this is my, this is, this is, <laughs> this is what's her face. I was telling you about her.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I, I... I d-
1: It's a weird sign
2: unless he's very anxious Dater, and he doesn't want to save you until you guys are uh, official.
1: <laughs> How does she bring it up?
2: I think right when she sees it on the phone, like she happened, she happened. I don't think she's like snooping on his phone. She sees her. You should be like, oh, like my, I just sent you the pic. It looks like my number isn't saved on your phone. Like, yeah. Do you remember my name? <laughs> I'd like say it a little bit as a joke and then like actually listen to hear what the response is. And I think that that could open a door to be like, you might get an answer you don't like Yeah. from that conversation, but worth asking.
1: I would also say meeting cousins, not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> not all a, like, of the
2: cousins. So. All
1: the cousins. Yeah, what I like if you meet my cousin, this is
2: that's like. Well, it's like nothing. He also you ran into the cousins at like a bar. It's not like you like. He was like, I want you to meet all of my cousins.
1: Yeah. This. Yeah. Those. This wasn't. Yeah. You weren't brought to the cotillion. You know. Like right. And a lot
2: of introduced. the time, I think we can like. Misinterpret like basic human decency for a sign of, um, like, yeah, a, a, a more relationship, like a, a stronger relationship. It's like if I was with a friend and we ran into my cousins, and like, what, and we thought about and we like we're getting a beer, like yeah, we would do that together, but it wouldn't yeah. mean
1: like, it wouldn't mean you guys are best friends now. Like right? you just wouldn't. Right. <laughs> well, I met the cousins, so that means this <laughs> relationship is getting serious. Um, yeah, I don't. You guys are hooking up. I, I, uh, that, that's what that is at, at a maximum. Right. Yeah. Deal breaker would, or red flag? I think it's just a red flag. I don't think it would
2: deal. Breaker. I think it's a red flag, but I would ask about it. And I think it might lead to a deal breaking conversation of, you know. I but I think he also just might be like, oh, I just like, oh, I I just always forget. Like, what, if, what if she asks him and he's like, I just like always like I never I just don't think about that kind of stuff. I'm just like not it with my phone like that. It's a lot
3: Or some bullshity <laughs> <thing. laughs> that's right. a bull
1: bo- uh, if it's a bullshitty thing, you have to then you're in a bullshitty relationship right you know if they can't even say to you like you know what there's a vulnerable aspect to this where he goes, you know it's a stupid thing for me I don't really save numbers until it is like totally serious and like i I don't know i
2: i yeah what if he <laughs> what if he said that
1: what if he's... and we're not that's we're not there yet. Or I, I guess and it's then you could be like, well, way. do you see,
2: and then you could say like, well, do you see us sort of heading in that direction? And then I think that opens the conversation.
1: Now, you, yeah, now you're in a conversation that isn't as fun, but that's the and you could even say, like, you're saved in my phone as because future I husband. like you yeah, yeah. <laughs> as the one right first name the last name right one. the
2: only excuse i could think of is like oh like the cloud for my phone got totally erased and i <laughs> no
1: numbers saved and no one has a name or my phone turned off and it came up right as i turned it on in that oh weird, yeah that happens sometimes.
2: spot yeah yeah but yeah let's, he's probably just not trying to date you seriously <laughs> <laughs> okay <You got
3: dry. laughs> let's do okay. another
2: J and J love the pod. Red flag or deal breaker? Been on seven dates with a guy. We've hooked up, but I've slept over it for the first time, and he didn't have any covers. I didn't notice because we were t- we were busy hooking up. I asked for you a blanket. Didn't <laughs> I asked for a blanket, and as we were headed to bed, um, and he said he doesn't have any form of blanket, duvet, comforter, throw because his body runs hot, and he has a thermostat. He he literally only has a flat sheet. Red flag or deal breaker? So far, we've been staying at mine because everything else is perfect. His birthday is coming up. Can I get him one?
1: I mean, this is an insane person. If he runs You high. didn't notice. You just came in. I would have been like, laundry day? <laughs> no sheets? <laughs> right.
2: You just saw a mattress? To me, it doesn't seem like someone who's like looking to seriously date because even if you didn't use a cover, you would like want one around in case the person that you were seeing wanted a cover.
1: Yeah. I also the excuse of my body runs hot. Like, wouldn't she have noticed that? The uh, like he slept at her. He like we've been saying at mine. Is he like that at hers? Right. What does he sleep with at yours? There's does something a little like weird Dracula? about this. Yeah, like just like arms like this. Like, <laughs> I would say red flag. It's a red flag. I I need. I need covers, I need duvet, I need feather, Right. You know. I, I need someone who's serious about their bedsheets cuz that's yeah. like a it's a sign of adulthood too. Totally. This I, it, yeah, this is red flag leaning towards deal breaker for me. Like I can't imagine. Also, what you said in the beginning is like you're not even thinking of anyone else. Like
2: Right. Like so I'm saying oh, you, that need
1: would... a, you need a blanket? <laughs> like yeah, dude. Right. <laughs>
2: it's like someone who's like doesn't have any toilet paper and they're like oh i just use you know i just borrow from like my neighbor it's like <laughs> I have some sense of like self-awareness of like yeah. other people
1: also like that someone might need that like someone having ne- i hate when someone like looks at someone with needs as like a crazy person it's like nope, people have needs right and just because you don't want that most yeah. people do yeah you <laughs> you run hot that is not yeah not,
2: i don't run hot what are we gonna do about that
1: (laughs) let's do one more okay my bestie met a dude on tinder and invited her over to his place after their third date after asking her if she'd be okay watering his plants (laughs) while he was gone on a business trip for two weeks it took him three hours to run through very specific instructions because his apartment looks like this oh my god okay we're gonna post we gotta post these we got to post these. There are so many plants. There's like, it looks like a fucking jungle. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's so many. I mean, it's a
2: beautiful apartment. It's I lovely.
1: Mean,
2: the- <laughs> it might be too much, actually. It's, but yeah, I actually I mean, then she writes at the bottom.
1: I feel he only matched with her so he could find someone to take care of this mess for free. Red flag or deal breaker. Welcome I feel to like- the jungle.
2: I think this is a um, very potential, like a a real thing, like that she's correct.
1: (laughs) You think he's actually just looking for plant waterers?
2: I mean, I think he's like, he slept with this girl and he's like, oh, like, would you water my plants? Like, that seems a little calculated, no?
1: The deal breaker is being someone with this many plants that has no plan for how to water them when he takes a two-week business trip.
2: Right, that they're relying on their
1: Tinder date. Yeah, like, and has no friend or course of action to take care of such a thing. I wouldn't ask someone that
2: I really liked to do that on a third date.
1: (laughs) No, (laughs) no.
2: It'd be like, imagine you really like someone, are you being like, on the third date, you'd be like, would you pick up my dry cleaning? Yeah, that's crazy.
1: That's (laughs) Even that, which is like lower lift. But also, the, the bigger issue here, it's not one plant he just got. This guy... Plants. He's a plant By guy. Looking at this picture, he is a plant guy. Plants are a huge part of his life, and he has nobody to water them. Yeah, like, it's like that. Isn't that weird?
2: It's like the Billy Madison puppy who lost his way. Like you got to yeah.
1: you got plants. You got a responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally true. <laughs> you got to water those fucking plants, and if you take a trip, you got to have someone you pay to get those plants the nourishment they yeah. need. I would never do it. Would you do it? If
2: a girl was like, no, fuck no. I'm going away. Would you,
1: <laughs> you gotta come ex- over twice yeah. a day? <laughs> my excuse gun would be out of its holster.
3: Oh I'd my like, God.
1: No, everyone's dead. I have things to do.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I would just let the plans
2: die. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, that was our show. Yeah. We solved dating again. Look at us. We killed it. If I do say so myself. <laughs>
1: Keep telling your friends this is the time of year. We're co- We just put out a episode last week. People love those. Lightning round. Lightning round. Lightning round. And go follow the Instagram account and keep telling your friends. This is the show. This is the time of year. I'm telling you, people need this show. Tell your friends, your brothers, your sisters, your moms about. You need us. We need you. Goodbye.
2: You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby.
0: Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at YouUpPod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup@betches.com. at betches.com.
3: Betches.